أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وحبيب ربنا وطبيبنا وطبيب قلوبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والله يدعو إلى دار السلام وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم أفش السلام بينكم أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام مولاي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم my most respected ulama honorable elders dear brothers and our young friends and all of those who may be listening over the media platforms let us all recite durud sharif upon rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam allahumma salli wa sallim ala sayidina muhammad wa ala ali sayidina wa maulana muhammad wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim allah tabarak wa ta'ala in his infinite grace and mercy has blessed us with iman and faith and allah ta'ala's bounties upon us one of them manifests its way in the form of this day of jumuah which is which is the best of days it is the most significant of days it is the most rewarding of days may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this day of jumuah from us may allah tabarak wa ta'ala make it the best jumuah for us 
Allah Rabbul Alameen has given us a most beautiful deen, a simple deen, a practical way of life, an easy way to acquire our goal and purpose in life. In the Quran Al-Kareem, Allah Ta'ala says, Inna deena indallahi islam The only faith and way that is acceptable to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is Al-Islam. The deen of Islam, the way of Islam. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for those who follow this path of Islam, the faith of Islam, the creed of Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has an open invitation for one and all of us, for the entire hum- humanity. Wallahu yad'u ila daris salam. For all of you who follow Islam, for all of us who are regarded to be Muslimin, Allah says that I am inviting you to Darus Salam. What is Darus Salam and where is Darus Salam? Simple answer, Darus Salaam is the abode of eternity, the place of peace, the eternal garden of paradise, Al-Jannah. The commentators of the Quran Al-Kareem explain that among the various names of Jannah, one of the names of Jannah is Darus Salaam. And this invitation is not a limited invitation, it is a universal invitation, it is a timeless invitation to each and every individual. Allah says, come to Darus Salaam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from among those who respond to the invitation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept us into the fold of those who will be the inmates of Darus Salaam. The question now arises that the invitation is given, the place is known, how does a person enter into the abode of peace? Jannah is a place of ideal peace, eternal peace unending peace and happiness. If we can use further adjectives, it is the definition of peace. It is peace in its comprehensiveness, in every aspect and every way that a person can desire and want to feel peace, happiness, comfort, a person will find it in Jannah and in no other place. The nature of a person, of an inmate of Jannah will be different. The nature and temperament of a person in this world is one of continuous change and it evolves. We are sad, we are happy. We feel motivated and inspired and at times we feel demotivated. At times we are irritated, at times we are at ease with ourselves. But in Jannah, a person will be in a state of complete and constant ease and peace. There will be no fluctuation as far as the emotions of a person is concerned. The club will be something else. There will be no changing of clothes. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in the Quran al-Kareem itself speaks and very graphically about the beautiful gardens of Jannah, the shade of Jannah, the closeness of the fruit of Jannah, the nature of the ni'mats and bounties of Jannah. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant us all Darus Salaam. So I said, as I was saying, the question arises that how does a person now qualify for Darus Salaam? Our beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam in one hadith sharif has given a very simple and practical formula that any person who wants to ultimately reach the garden of paradise, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in this one formula, in this one directive, Nabi sallallahu has given us a comprehensive plan and an exercise and a program as to how all of us can enter into Jannah. The Hadith Sharif is reported on the authority of Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam said, 
You will not enter into Jannah until you believe, until you truly believe, until you have true faith, until you are a genuine believer. And you will not be able to attain perfect belief and faith until you have mutual love and affinity for each other. You have muhabbat for each other. You have affinity for each other. You have concern for each other. And you are able to show compassion towards each other. Hatta tahab. Mutual love, mutual happiness for each other, kindness towards each other, camaradi in the community. La tu'minu hatta tahabu. You will not be able to reach good iman, perfect iman, which is a qualifier for Darus Salam, until you have muhabbat for each other. And then the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, very compassionately gives us the formula, the directive. أَوَلَا أَدُلُّكُمْ عَلَىٰ شَيْءٍ إِذَا فَعَلْتُمُوهُ تَحَابَبْتُمْ Should I not show you that action, that way, that formula, that program, which if you practice upon it and you adopt it and you integrate it into your life, تَحَابَبْتُمْ It will generate muhabbat, it will generate goodness, it will generate mutual respect and happiness for each other in the society. Should I not show you that? Of course, it's a rhetorical question. Rasulullah is going to give us the answer for such an elusive outcome, the ultimate goal, the ultimate abode of happiness and pleasure, the desire of every person for himself, herself, and for everyone that is close and beloved to us. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam said, Afshu salam Afshu salam Spread salam. Make salam common. Frequently make salam to each other. And inshallah, through developing this practice and integrating this practice into the community in its true sense, not only will we begin to love each other, but we will also acquire true iman and true faith through this action. Subhanallah. A thought may cross our mind. Is it that easy for us just to make salam all the time to each other? It's something we commonly do, generally. Is it all that we need to do just to make salam to each other verbally? And that gives us the greatest prize of Darus Salam. Nabi Karim sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam through various other ahadith and teachings now explains to us what is the true meaning of salam? What is the true import of salam? What does salam represent that it brings to a community and a society so much of goodness and khair? and can become the means of a person's entry into Jannah. Just on this aspect of salam, on one occasion, Jibreel alayhi salam comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, O Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi sallam, your wife Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, your beloved wife, is coming to you with some food, and she will be presenting the food to you. When she arrives, convey Allah's salam to her, and convey my salams to her. The commentators of hadith explain that this was the exclusive and unique, unprecedented bounty that only Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha enjoyed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala salam to her via Jibreel alayhi salam to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. When she arrived, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam conveyed Allah's salam to her and Jibreel alayhi salam 
salam to her. Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala was an extremely intelligent woman. She understood the temperament of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She was the possessor of the recognition and the ma'rifat of Allah ta'ala. She gave Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so much comfort that in her lifetime, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not marry any other woman. How does she respond to the salam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? She understood that Allah is a salam. One of the sifat and one of the qualities of Allah Rabbul Alameen is a salam. And therefore you cannot respond to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with salam. Like how we would respond to a person who greets us. She responds in a most unique and beautiful way. She says, Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam O Allah, you are salam. You are the source of peace and comfort. You are the source of happiness and goodness. Allahumma anta salam. Wa minka salam. And anyone and everyone who enjoys any peace and happiness, that salam comes from you. You are the source of it. You are the bearer of salam. You are the creator of salam. You are the giver of peace and happiness and comfort and tranquility. Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta ya dhal jalali wal ikram All praises and all salutations are to you, O oh Allah, the master of grandeur, the one who is full of majesty. Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam loved the response of Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha so much that he included it in his dua after every salah. So after every salah, it is sunnah for a person to say, Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta yadal jalali wal ikram. My dear friends, the question arises that how does a person become a bearer of salam? How does a person become a possessor of salam? Salam means peace. Salam means compassion. Salam means kindness. Salam means goodness. Salam means appreciation. Salam means everything good that emanates from a person. And most important step in Salam is for a person to be at peace with himself. We cannot spread happiness. We cannot spread kindness. We will not be able to be generous. And we will not be able to give any good of ourselves if we ourselves do not possess Salam and goodness within us. Sheikh Imam Yahya bin Mu'az al-Razi a great scholar of the 9th century of Islam. A very famous statement is attributed to him. Man arafa nafsahu faqad arafa rabbahu. A person who has recognized himself, he has recognized his creator. What does it mean to recognize oneself? Understand who I am. Understand my deficiencies. Understand my insignificance. I should understand my own weaknesses. I need to first understand who I am and what lurks within me. And when a person gains recognition of the self, a sense of presence now overcomes a person. It's called mindfulness. A person becomes mindful of himself. He's aware, self-awareness, self-concern, self-reformation, self-improvement. The aspect of improvement and betterment now begins to permeate a person. This is the first step that a person needs to undertake the process of transformation, the process of improvement. And when a person will begin to undertake this exercise of self-betterment, he's able to see good in others.
then only does such a person become a possessor of salam. Otherwise, a person who is not mindful of himself, does not understand his own self deficiencies, he becomes an impediment and a hindrance towards others. The second aspect of salam is for a person to greet a person with true feeling and meaning. In Ahkamul Quran, Ibn Arabi rahmatullah has mentioned that Atadri mas salam, do you know what is the true meaning of salam? The true meaning of salam is that no harm will come from me to you. When I make salam to my Muslim brother, when I greet any person, my actual statement to that person is that no harm will come to you from me. You are in my protection. I will not hurt you. I will not deceive you. I will not undermine you. I will not ridicule you. I will not denigrate you. I will not abuse you. This is what salam is. This is what the purpose of salam is. This is what the reality of salam is. And that is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam asked us to frequent salam, to give every person in the community that undertaking that you are safe from my harm. Be at ease when you're dealing with me, when you're interacting with me, when you're meeting with me, when you see me, you should be at ease. A person should feel a sense of safety with us when dealing with us, when meeting with us, when speaking with us. A person should not be in fear of what this person could do to me or what this person could say to me. That's the true essence of salam. And now we can understand why salam can ultimately become a, the means of a person entering into Jannah. Because it means that a person elevates himself, a person improves himself, a person reforms himself to the point that no one comes under that person's harm. Another understanding and aspect of salam that when a person is making salam to the next person, a person is reminding the next person of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because as-salam is a sifat of Allah. And when a person says as-salamu alaykum, you are actually bringing a reminder to that person in his mind that this person is reminding me of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is nothing more profound than to be reminded of Allah rabbul alameen, to be reminded to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam, my dear friend, when he came to Madinatul Munawwara, migrated to Madinatul Munawwara, the community was an extremely diverse community. It was a community that's made up of all different denominations, different faiths, different backgrounds, different cultures, different people, fire worshippers, mushrikeen, ahlul kitab, people of the book. All different people were residing in Madinatul Munawwara. It was a very diverse community. And in his inaugural speech to the people of Madinatul Munawwara, Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala wasallam gave four very important directives and advices. He told the people of Madinatul Munawwara, Afshu salam, spread salam, spread peace, live in peace, become a community that is bound by goodness and good behavior and good character and cohesion and understanding and tolerance for each other. Because that is the recipe for peace. You will be able to coexist with each other when you wish peace for each other. When you can live in harmony with each other. When you are not there with the intention and the vision to undermine each other. Afshu salam. And to further this compassion towards each other. To further this undertaking. To further this pledge that you are making to each other. It should not be limited to a verbal undertaking. It's not just a verbal undertaking. It should be supported with action. And therefore the next advice that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa gave the people of Madinatul Munawwara is at'imu ta'am. Show that compassion by being kind to the people, by feeding the people, 
by uplifting the community, by serving the community, by becoming a humanitarian, serve people, help people, guide people, wish well for people, have mercy towards people. This will create a dynamic community and join ties. Don't be a breaker. Be a maker. Every marriage, every home, every neighborhood, every street, every community. This is the fabric of our society. Every masjid, every saf and row. Silul arham. Bind the fabric of the community. Bring, bring people together. Bring hearts together. Become a uniter. Because my dear friends, and it is painful to even go into this. We all know what is the state of our society at the moment. We are in tatters. We are torn apart. We are divided. We are shattered. Technology that you want. And that is the state of our community at the moment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify us. Allah reform us. Allah unite us. Allah bring us together. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave this very strong and profound message to the entire community. All of you. No matter what religious background you come from, you need to coexist. You need to have cohesion. You need to help each other. You are living in one street. You are living in one area. You are living in one community. That is why the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam instituted the Medina Charter. And the Medina Charter was actually an expansion and a commentary of this inaugural bayan that Nabi sallallahu gave the community of Medina. That live together, spread peace and salam. Come together. We cannot afford to be divided. There are too many issues, much, much bigger, that are facing us as an ummah, as a community, as a country. Everyone is there to tear us apart. As a Nizamuddin great saint of Nizamuddin of Asia, a student of his gave him a gift, gave him a scissor, something to shred and cut. He took the gift and then to teach him a lesson, he returns it. And he says, oh my student, don't give a scissor, don't give a knife, don't give a shredder as a gift, give a needle. Because a scissors cuts, it shreds, it tears, it destroys. And a needle sews and binds and unites and brings together. Salam, afshu salam. Let's integrate salam. Let's learn the true essence of salam. Let's bring salam into ourselves. Let's have a self-awareness of who we are. What are my egos? What are my fault lines? What are my problems? Where are my areas of improvement? And inshallah, when we will do the self-reflection, we'll have self-awareness, we'll have mindfulness, we'll become considerate towards other people. Then we'll begin to live in our home in a considerate manner, with a presence of mind that I must not even hurt anyone in my home. It's my home. I'm the head of the home. But I must not cause inconvenience and taklif to the next person in my home. And when it starts from me, from my home, then it will then flow over. When I will come to the masjid, the home of Allah, the house of Allah, which we should be frequenting regularly five times a day, then I will bring salam into the house of Allah. I will bring my peace. I will bring my good behavior. I will bring my good manners. I will bring all the goodness that I have within myself, that I have inculcated and developed, I will bring it into the house of Allah. And I will be mindful of every person that is here as to not cause him any taklif and any inconvenience. Let alone deceiving a person. Let alone stealing from a person. Let alone harming a person bodily or injuring a person or usurping the right of a person. I will not even consider 
harming a person in the slightest way. Not with my words, not with my body language, not with my eyes, not with a sign of my body also. Afshu salam. This is the meaning of salam. This is what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam has taught us. This is the great teaching of Islam. Wallahu yad'u ila daris salam. Now we can understand why. Jannat is the place of perfect peace. There'll be no conflict in Jannah. There'll be no ill feelings in Jannah. There'll be no acrimony in Jannah. There'll be no need for mediation and arbitration in Jannah. Because the tendency and the trait to hurt and to harm will be removed from a person. And Allah Ta'ala remove it before we are removed from this world. Because if a person's heart and a person's self is saturated with all these traits and tendencies of ego, of pride, of jealousy, of malice, of self-envy, ujab, bukhal, bughaz, hatred, ill-feelings, conniving, plotting against others, everything that is so prevalent in our society at the moment, then a person is going to leave here with that. And a person will require purification in the akhirah. Allah Ta'ala makes mention of this in the Quran Al-Kareem. وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ That we will have to extract, we'll have to burn out those tendencies and the trait from that person before he is entered into Jannah. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from the fire. The fire will have to be used to extract and to expung and to burn out those infeelings. So we have the opportunity in this world. We have the perfect formula in this world of our Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alaihi Wasallam that let us become bearers of salam. Let us learn salam. Let us develop salam. And let us bring salam in its true sense into our lives and into our character and into our community and society. Bring it into our masjid. Bring it into our homes. Bring it into our streets. Bring it into our social events. And look at everyone with an eye of compassion and kindness and goodness. Think of everyone as better than me. This is the first step in self-improvement. Today they talk about emotional intelligence. Very big subject matter, emotional intelligence. Even corporates now, they will qualify you on the basis of your EQ. Before it was IQ, how clever you were, how smart you were. Now they're looking at your EQ, how well you can behave. Because you can be very smart and very clever academically. But if your behavior and your conduct and your manners are right down there, then that company doesn't want you because you'll become a liability to that company. So they want to hire someone who knows how to behave, who has good manners, who has good akhlaq and good character, who is a good person, who has a good personality because that is the person that will take that company forward. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala has taught us this in the entire seerah. It's full of EQ, full of emotional intelligence. Every teaching of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa was a teaching of emotional intelligence. Allah Rabbul Alameen in the Quran Al-Kareem speaks about Hudhi Al-Afwa wa'mur bil-urfi wa'arid anil jahileen I will terminate on this ayah. It's the most classical verse in the Quran Al-Kareem that expounds on emotional intelligence. Think of the other person as better than me. Hudhi Al-Afwa Learn and train yourself to be able to forgive others. Take to pardon. Be a forgiving person. Be a giving person. وَأْمُرْ urfi, And recognize the potential and the goodness in other people. See other people with a better eye than you see yourself. وَأْمُرْ urfi, Everyone is wired differently. Everyone has a different temperament. Become tolerant. Learn patience. Learn how to persevere. Learn how to work with people. Learn how to work around people. Learn how to uplift people. Learn how to motivate people. This is, these are the qualities of leadership. And you are going to have those who are the naysayers, the critics, 
the armchair critics, those who are going to constantly try to run you down, don't be deterred by them. Keep them on the side and take a higher moral ground approach as far as they are concerned. Otherwise, you will have to descend of immorality. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my dear friends, grant us the true essence of salam, make us all bearers of salam. May Allah wa ta'ala enter us into Darus Salam in the company of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi wa Before you start your sunnah, there is one announcement. Alhamdulillah, we are very fortunate that we have the elders of Nizamuddin, Bangladesh, Malaysia, Thailand and Makkah Muazzama coming to our shores. They have a few programs on Saturday night after Isha at Honchos in Queen Street where the ex-Carlton supermarket was. And on Sunday between 10 and Zohar, they will be at NMJ Hall. And on Monday night after Isha, the program is in this masjid, Masjid al-Salam. Brothers are requested to please attend to this program and also invite our family and friends to attend. Jazakallah.